Hello, I'm Willie George. Welcome to this edition of the Faith Roots Podcast. We're talking about rivers of living water, the flow of the Holy Spirit in the New Testament church. Let's go to John chapter 14, verse 26 to get a text today. Here's what Jesus said, But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things. So what we've done is we've established that everything in the New Testament has a, sh- has a shadow in the Old Testament. And it's important to go back sometimes and look at the shadows to get an idea as to what the fulfillment of these things are. We're not in love with the shadows. We're in love with the real thing. But we can learn about the real thing by looking at the shadows. There were four rivers in the Garden of Eden. The first one was Pishon, which means to grow fat. The second one was Gihon, which means to bring forth. The idea is something has been hidden, and we're bringing it up and into plain view. The work of the Holy Spirit is to bring revelation, to open your eyes, to help you to see, to understand things. That is the river Gihon. This is clearly about revelation. The Apostle Paul states that this is one of the missions of the Holy Spirit, 1 Corinthians 2.12. Now we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit who is from God, that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. So the Holy Spirit comes not only to refresh us, but He comes to reveal things to us. So I want you to think back about this ongoing flow of instruction and revelation that Jesus continually gave his disciples before he sent them out. And I'm going to make a statement about that in just a minute that's very important, but let's go to Luke 9. Then he called his 12 disciples together and gave them power and authority over all demons to cure diseases. So he did not send them out powerless. He sent them to preach the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. And he said to them, Take nothing for the journey, neither staffs, nor bag, nor bread, nor money. Do not have two tunics apiece. Now, I want to say something about this. This is what Jesus said when they were in Israel because Israel had a culture among the Jews of supporting people who came to teach them the Word of God. And so he says, you won't have to take money. Now, we have to raise money today because we are the world definitely is not a culture of supporting those who bring and teach the Word of God. Uh, you know, when I went out to get TV time for my Gospel Bill show, uh, the world didn't say to me, oh, because you're teaching the Word, we're not going to charge you anything. Uh, that doesn't happen. Uh, when I was getting things printed, uh, people didn't say to me, oh, we're going to do this for free because you're teaching kids the Word of God. That didn't happen. Uh, So the culture of supporting the Word was not there. It was in Israel. Uh, So Jesus said, take nothing for the journey, neither staffs nor bag nor bread nor money. Do not have two tunics apiece, whatever house you enter. Stay there and from there depart, and who will not receive you when you go out of that city? Shake off the very dust from your feet as a testimony against them. So they departed and they went to the towns preaching the gospel and healing everywhere. So what he did is he gave them instruction. Very important. 
before we go out in the work of God, we have to have instructions. I'm going to read the next chapter, this chapter 10. Luke 10, verse 1, After these things the Lord appointed seventy others also, and sent them two by two before His face into every city and place where He Himself was about to go. Then He said to them, The harvest truly is great, but the labors are few. Therefore pray to the Lord of the harvest to send out labors into His harvest. Go your way. Behold, I send you out as lambs among wolves. Carry neither money, bag, knapsack, nor sandals, and greet no one along the road. In other words, be serious about this. You're out not to visit. You're out to go preach. So he spends 16 verses giving them instructions about how they go. This is revelation. In other words, he is enlightening them before he sends them. The Holy Spirit not only gives us power, but the Holy Spirit gives us information. We have a spirit of revelation. In other words, instruction always comes before power. Instruction before power. You see Jesus giving instructions. It's later when they had power. The instructions came first. So now we're going to take a look at what the Holy Spirit was sent to do concerning revelation. And this is in John beginning in verse 16 of John 14. Let me explain this. This is just before Jesus' passion, just before he was taken to the cross, just before he died and was raised from the dead. So this is, I'm talking about a matter of days. So John 14 is at the very end. And he says this, But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will, number one, teach you all things. So the Holy Spirit's going to show you truth from the Word of God. That's number one. Number two, and bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. You're going to remember Scripture that you've read before. The Holy Spirit's the one that brings that back to you. Now, we skip two chapters further. He's still talking about the Holy Spirit. He's just picking up where he left off in John 14, 16. This is John 16, 13. And he says, However, when he, the Spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth. That is the third thing that he does. He guides you to truth. He will help steer you in the right direction. Number four, for he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak. So you can rest assured that while you're hearing from God, the Holy Spirit is not going to say, I am the Holy Spirit, do this. He doesn't do that. He always relays to you what he hears the Father speak or what he hears Jesus speak. He doesn't make a big fuss about himself. He is the invisible person of the Godhead. Number five, He will tell you things to come. So the Holy Spirit is going to show you sometimes troubles to come, but also good things to come. He shows you things that are coming down the road. Number six, He will glorify me. Wow. The Holy Spirit always glorifies Jesus. If you want a strong anointing in your life, always lift up and exalt the person of Jesus. Do not lift up yourself. And don't even lift up the Holy Spirit. Now, we love the Holy Spirit. We're grateful for Him. But people who are constantly talking about the Holy Spirit, putting Him first and everything, you're wrong. It is Jesus and the Father who get the attention, especially the resurrected Christ. He's the one that we turn our attention to. The Holy Spirit is only too happy to facilitate that. 
He honors that. He does not want the limelight. He doesn't want us speaking about him all the time and putting him on center stage. It is Jesus that he is most concerned with. So he will glorify me, Jesus said about the Holy Spirit. And then verse 7, or the seventh thing, he will take of what is mine and will declare it unto you. All things that the Father has are mine. Therefore, I said, he will take of mine and declare it unto you. So all seven of these things pertain to a spirit of revelation. The Holy Spirit has also been given to us in a river of revelation. He opens up our eyes to things that we need to see. He first gives us the power to be refreshed. We need to be refreshed, but then our eyes need to be opened to the things that we're to do, the places we're to go, the people we're to associate with, all the things that we need to know about our work, they come to us specifically by the Holy Spirit. In other words, there are some things that the Word of God doesn't speak about. What car to buy, which house to buy, whether or not you should buy a house, how big it ought to be, what city it's in, what job to take. You've got to have help from the Holy Spirit on these things. And He has been given to teach you and to show you these things he wants to open your eyes to these. Let me read them again. He will teach you. He will remind you of what Christ said. He will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own authority. Whatever he hears, that he speaks. He'll show you things to come. He will glorify Jesus. He will take things that belong to Jesus and show those things to you so you can pray for them and ask for them because Jesus shares those with you. So these are the seven things that he does. You can find this list in John 14, 16, and John 16, verses 13, 14, and 15. That's all the time we've got for this lesson, but we're not done by a long shot. There's a lot more to come. I hope you'll stay tuned. I want to thank you for watching our podcast today. And if you really liked it, would you please give us a little thumbs up by clicking on that sign down below? And then I would encourage you to subscribe to our channel so you don't miss any of our future podcasts because they're all going to be good. And if you would like to support us financially, either with a one-time gift or recurring gift, you can do that by clicking on the link below or going to myfaithroots.com. Thank you so much for watching this program.